Uh, hi everyone and welcome back to the Talk Tonight podcast. Uh, today we're a couple of pretty people talking after hours because we're joined by the brilliant Kyle from Stockport-based Fuzzy Sun. Uh, how are you doing Kyle, you alright? Hello, yeah, I'm not too bad mate. Um, trying to keep keep positive, keep uh, keep the mind busy and all that yeah. lot. How about yourself? Yeah, not too bad, same thing sort of really. It's sort of good to have the, the creative outlet of this, isn't it? But something to do and something for people to listen to as well but oh it's just shocking at the minute isn't it but it is what it is sure. um, yeah exactly so really quick uh, Fuzzy Sun can be found on Instagram Twitter YouTube Spotify all that good stuff uh, the links will be posted yeah. with the podcast when it goes live um, and I'll definitely recommend checking them out if you haven't already because they are a personal favourite of mine and I do honestly think you're criminally underrated to be honest but that's just me Cheers, man. Well, <laughs> no, it's all right. It's, it's nice to nice to hear. You know what I mean? Because um, it is. It's especially now. It's really tough to sort of try to push yourself even more and get yourself out there. Because I think a lot of a lot of the time, I've found personally for us is where we pick up a lot of fans is when we're on the road. Yeah, uh, that be touring with other bands or or whatever, doing our own solo stuff. Yeah. We do come off the back of those things, and people are like, "Oh, that's great," and mm-hmm. we're like, "So it is this." Yeah, so I think one of them being like, you know, holding my hands up, being completely honest. Um, until you were, I went to a Blossoms gig where you were supporting. I hadn't mm-hmm. heard, but then obviously, like when we were traveling down there, and that we were like, "Oh, let's listen to like who's supporting and stuff." And then obviously, I think it was like, I think Halo were there, and like Cabbage and or someone or the Coral, someone like that. I can't remember. Um, yeah. But then, it was- yeah, yeah, it was a big, it was quite a big one. It's quite a lot of a lineup. So, do you know who was that? It was the Coral, uh, the Blinders, Cabbage, and Blinders, us. And that was it. Yeah, I always blinders. get Blinders and Inhaler confused. I don't know why because they're not exactly like exactly the same. But you know, we'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> it might be Blinders and Inhaler. Maybe it's like the. Do you know what I mean an inhaler's a medical condition and blindness, <laughs> blindness and that's I suppose a medical condition as well. <laughs> yeah, that's not similar. To be fair, at least I've got an excuse now. You've given me one. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting you mentioned that to be fair. So we thought, oh, we'll listen to it and then we stuck like one, one love on and that EP sort of thing on the way. And we were like, oh, this is like, this is class sort of thing. I and mean, then it was like, it was nice as well because it was in the summer. Everyone was having a little boogie sort of thing. It was, it was class. And then if I remember correctly, it was like, when it when it drops right at the end of One Love, you like launch like the drumsticks into the crowd and everything, and everyone was in, and we were all saying, "Oh, yeah. got a bit about him." And he's like, "We're like, oh, follow these and like, yeah, literally listened to everything since then." So it's been it's been cool. It was a very good day. That very very fun day. I think, yeah. uh, funnily enough, like when you normally get per, put first on, you sort of like, oh, it'd be better to have a better slot. But for me, going on first was perfect. It was like it was still a busy crowd. We went at a mint gig, and then I just got to enjoy the whole yeah. day as a spectator. Do you know what I mean? I was just yeah. in the crowd, like everyone else was, just to enjoy the rest of the bands. And oh, right, because like, my my brother said when we were in the crowd, he was like, when Blossoms won, he was like, I swear I've just seen him in our fuzzy sun go past them. And I was like, Nah, surely he wouldn't be coming in the crowd and that. So it was interesting that you were actually because it might have actually been yeah. you that we saw. Oh, I was right. literally just. <laughs> Right, like if you're looking at the stage to like the left hand side, like at the side, oh, right? Just... Yeah, yeah, we were around there. Yeah, oh, cool. Oh, it was well, the closest place to get into the dressing room to get more beers without <laughs> having to be a load of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had it sorted then, really, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, 
Um, so what was it like playing at Edgley Park then? Was it good? Sort of, but do you think there was a bit of like hometown support sort of thing, or was it surreal? It was, amazing, was, it? Yeah. It, was it was proper mad. Like growing up, I'm I'm a City fan, Man City fan, but yeah. um, growing up, like I used to go county all the time, and just mm-hmm. do you know what I mean, just a local team. I've got a lot of mates that are, that are county fans, so I used to go yeah. down there a lot watching the footy and I think like uh, some of the lads of my mates when we played footy when we were younger like for Stockport boys they did the finals there and yeah. won a cup like that. <laughs> just weird things like that it's just something that I never really expected to do like in terms of do you know what I mean playing a gig there I just yeah. I didn't even know it was on the cards <laughs> yeah oh that's cool that's cool so when it came around yeah, it was. It was mad. I remember getting there for the, the sound check and I was just stood on stage looking out at like the empty stadium. And I was like, that is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, I remember thinking when we were there, I was like, it was like one of the biggest crowds I've seen for like a first support slot there. It seemed like it was already packed by the time we got there. And we thought we got there early. Yeah. Well, was... that's what I was, I didn't know what to expect. And I'd, obviously, we'd been on tour with them a couple of times. So I think a lot of, a few people had seen us. And obviously, yeah. Being Stockport, a lot of people knew who we were anyway. Yeah. So I think I think that's, and I, as well as it being a big day as well, I think people mm-hmm. probably just wanted to experience the whole thing. Yeah, I think it's quite like a sort of your music, especially. I think it's quite easy to like listen to and to like get into sort of thing because I remember at the time we like didn't want to drive there because like we you know wanted to get like pissed or whatever. Um, so yeah. my mum drove us down and we were listening to it in the car and even my mum was saying oh, I'll put that on again like she was really liking it sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah um, so we got a few sort of questions lined up uh, so yeah, yeah. first one um, how did you actually get started as a band and why did you decide to call yourselves Fuzzy Sun um, started um, literally uh, I've, I've been in bands for years uh, since mm-hmm. I've been like do you know what I mean a young a young whipper um <laughs> so i went off to uni and i got a degree and stuff like that and i used to do bits and bobs and i was in bands and doing solo stuff while i was down there just just for fun really yeah and then once i'd finished uni and that i just got home and was starting to just write again i just started writing music and just some just a little bit of a different vibe than i was doing previously and stuff like that and then yeah. I just thought the the tunes that I was writing at the time had legs. I was like, you know what, these are pretty cool. I showed them to a fair few people, and people were like, "Mate, they're they're cool, man. They're yeah. they're good tunes." He was like, "You should do something with them." I was like, "Yeah, what?" Um, so I realised the arrangements I was putting together weren't sort of possible to do as a solo project. That I wouldn't need yeah. a band to sort of uh, execute these things, especially if I wanted to play live. Mm-hmm. So at the time, I just started uh, speaking to people that I knew that were doing bands um, that had been in bands and played music and blah blah. Um, and I just got a group of people together, um, and we just started from there, really. And then, yeah, nice. The name comes from um, I stole it. It's um, <laughs> there's a there's an artist called Jim O'Rourke who, if you haven't listened to, mm-hmm. he's insanely good okay. um he's pretty unknown like i don't know a lot of people yeah, that heard, don't come across a lot of people that know who he is but he's got this ep called 
halfway to a three-way, which is a great title in itself. <laughs> um, yeah. And the first track on that EP is called Fuzzy Sun. Um, oh. And I love that EP. I think it's so good. Mm-hmm. And when I, was, when I saw the tune written down on the back, I was like, that is a good band name, that as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair play. Kind of nabbed it. Nab- yeah, one of the more interesting uh, sort of band band name stories, to be fair, I quite like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice as well because it sort of draws upon like influences that I think that I've had like when I was sort of starting up because I was listening yeah. to a lot of that stuff. Do you know what I mean? And it's like a direct link to sort of where my head was at when when we started when I started the project. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. What did you um? What did you study at university? Um. I did film and philosophy, a joint honours course in Nottingham. Oh, nice. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so sort of leading on from how you started, um, obviously you touched on it briefly with, um, so what was his name that you just mentioned then, Jim O? Jim O'Rourke. Jim O'Rourke. Um, so is there anyone particularly that you would cite as like an influence over your music? Um, there's there's a lot I could probably chew your ear off for about four hours <laughs> about all, all the different influences. Um, yeah, it's quite difficult, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's different. I think as just like being a musician and playing and stuff. Like, I'm constantly influenced by loads of different stuff. Like, um, so from sort of can be like one day or month to the next you know what I mean like uh, I'll be listening to a lot of this or a lot of that and then I'll go go ahead and listen to that but I mean there's a few people like John Martin's the the singer songwriter that I always go to because even from being very young he sort of made me want to start writing songs just in general Um, and the way that he plays guitar and conveys emotion through singing and his lyrics and stuff like that was always something that once I heard I went that's what I want to do yeah that's what I want to do yeah I want to be able to to do something similar to that obviously I'll never be able to do it as good as him but but do yeah. you know what I mean I aspire he's he's a huge inspiration for me oh, nice. um there's a lot of different stuff like Steely Dan were a big band for me but then growing up ACDC were a band that made me start playing guitar all right. Um, I nice. think looking sort of a little bit for like in my teenage years, I suppose, I got pretty heavily into like Cage the Elephant and like Red Hot Chili Peppers and nice. Tom Waits, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so there's a handful of things, handful. like I said, I could probably <laughs> go on and on and on. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's I'll probably tell you the influence to the drum track on Sorry Honey was from some mad jazz tune, do you know what I mean? That's yeah. how daft it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so leading on from that, what is sort of the, the, the creative process in producing all the tunes? Like, does the music come first, followed by lyrics, vice versa? How does it, how does it sort of come about? No, normally, yeah, it's normally I would, we would lay down the music and sort of figure out uh, all the little intricacies of, of that. And then I would sit down and, and write lyrics on top of that. But there, there is times where I've sat, just been almost like half asleep when I wake up in the morning and go, 
that'd be a well good lyric idea. <laughs> I like type it down, yeah. <laughs> Write it down, go back to sleep, and then wake up. And then sometimes I have had instances where, like, one line of a chorus has um, started a whole a whole song, like "Warm Nights" that we put out yeah. early this year. That that was a song that came from that that first line. Yeah in the chorus and then I sat down because I sang it into my phone actually I had the melody in my head and I just oh, sang right. it into the phone yeah. and then I sat down and went what guitar chords work with this and then I worked yeah. the song sort of backwards like in terms of how we'd normally do it yeah but yeah on the whole it's either normally me George uh Lewis or Raph will come with like a chord progression or something like that um and then we'll get together, sort of flesh it out, try a few different things, maybe. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just go give it that vibe and then give it another vibe, give it another vibe, and then we go, that doesn't well, that works all right, but that's better. Yeah. Oh no. And then once that all comes together, sometimes that might give me um inspiration in terms of do you know what I mean, how the feel of the song might sort of inspire sort yeah. of a lyrical content or anything like that, or if I'm feeling sad or some girls just hurt me then I might uh, <laughs> inspire some tunes or yeah. do you know what I mean just having a look at the world and sort of pondering on what it all is sometimes yeah. that just inspires some lyrical content yeah not not always girls hurting hurting your life no no, no. Uh, <laughs> um, I, love, I mean a lot no, sorry, of stuff has come a lot of stuff has come from books or films like there might be phrases in films and because I'm big into film and just anything that I'm reading at the time there might just be certain lines in those things that I go just yeah. strike a chord with me and I go and I can run off and sort of make up a whole story around that one idea or yeah. relate it to something that's that's happened to myself oh nice I was going to ask later on because we just mentioned it i'll ask now um i was gonna ask what is your favorite film of all time or if it's easier do you want to do a top three or is it just too on the spot to sort of ask you that right now don't know where i've got more dvds here <laughs> you've got a lot of dvds there <laughs> oh favorite oh that's hard man is it putting um, you on the spot there yeah but i could probably i could probably rattle off a couple yeah, uh, I could yeah. probably have to be in a particular order. Three, yeah, it's not my favourite film, but yeah. like three films that let's do. Mm, maybe I could do it more genre based. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm a big horror film fan. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, and I think The Descent, mm-hmm. which is a British horror film, is a fucking awesome film. I'd like yeah. to put that in there. I could say a lot of obviously more like Halloween and all that. They're great. Yeah, the classics. Yeah, shining some some yeah. uh, light on maybe some ones that people haven't seen. The Descent yeah. is an awesome horror film. I've never felt so claustrophobic and disgusting watching a film. <laughs> we do have um sort of a film like section of the podcast where sometimes we we talk about film and stuff. So it's good to have some sort of unknown ones there that we can talk about. As like post yeah. um, big David Lynch fan. Um, I think my favourite 
Lynch film would probably be Lost Highway. Okay. I don't think I've seen Lynch, it. Lynch is a genius. Uh, I love his films. Yeah. I sort of, the thing I love in film a lot of the time is if it makes me feel, and it might be uncomfortable, whatever it is, it's just something that's quite a raw. Yeah. Just sort of like, it's quite visceral. If, if films yeah. are visceral, I normally like them. Whether yeah. that's good or bad intended. Yeah. I get you. So Lost Highway, I think, is my favourite Lynch film because it sort of ties in like his really experimental weird elements of his films like Eraserhead and stuff and Mulholland Driveway sort of like <laughs> yeah but also it's got like um a bit more sort of standard narrative sort of features that are a bit more like Wild at Heart or something like that which is also a great film but Lost Highway and then finally third other film I'm gonna pick um Rear Window by Alfred Hitchcock because oh, I think it's class a film. masterpiece. That is a class film. I actually watched it. I watched it um, quite recently, to be fair, because when when they sort of had the second lockdown, and I was like, right, I'm gonna work my way through sort of like classic films that people always say like really good. Because mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> up until sort of two years ago, my favourite film was White Chicks. So I was like, I probably <laughs> need, <laughs> I was like, I probably need to sort of broaden my horizons a little bit. Um, I mean, it's good. White chicks is good. You know I mean? Do you know what I mean? You can't. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Step Brothers is a is a great film, but, yeah. but, but I know what you mean. <laughs> it's like when we came to uni and everyone was sort of talking about like films and that, and they were like, "Oh, I just feel like Tarantino does this, so I don't like Hitchcock's scores and things like that." And I was just there, like, "I really like White Chicks, to be honest." <laughs> <laughs> so I had to try and like broaden my horizons a bit, but. We got there in the end, so it's all right. <laughs> um, so moving on. Um, so what's next for you in 2021? So obviously at the end of 2020, you released the, the, the Christmas sort of thing. Yeah, we put them little Christmas was out that we did. That was fun. Um, really like the mistletoe jam. It was really good. Yeah, good. it's a song that honestly I wasn't aware of up until this year. Really? Well, last year, rather. Yeah. Um, it was good. Yeah, I like... I was like, I've always liked Luther Vandross, but I never. He's got a whole Christmas album. Yeah, there's loads of people who have Christmas albums though that you wouldn't expect it. Like Eddie Murphy's got one, I think, and like Chris Kamara and people like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, you just never expect it. But sorry, go on. I shouldn't have interrupted. Carry on. <laughs> so no, when when we did when we decided to do them Christmas covers, it was sort of a last minute thing. We just wanted something to put out for Christmas and some some to do over the period, which was a bit of fun. Um, we just kind of looked for Christmas songs that weren't like, you know, so obvious. Like yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. doing like, the Pogues or Wham or something yeah. like that, it was like, we'll do something that's a bit, do you know what I mean? The tunes are still going to be good when they can still have Christmas element yeah. to them and feel, yeah. but we just wanted to do something a bit more upbeat, yeah. especially the way that whole year was. It was it was nice just to end it on a bit of like a funky yeah. sort of upbeat kind of thing. It was yeah. nice. That is sort of how I describe Fuzzy Song when I tell people to like, like to like, oh, what bands you listening to at the minute? I often describe it as like a funky upbeat, sort of something you can move your feet to, like, so it makes yeah. sense. Makes sense that that's like the sort of thing you go for with the Christmas. Thing. Would you describe yeah. yourself as like a festive person? Do you reckon? Um, yeah, I mean, I like Christmas. Yeah, I do like Christmas. Me um, too. But like, I always it's 
No, I do. It's mint. Yeah. Every, <laughs> everyone's in a better mood. Yeah. Everyone's in a better mood, which I like. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I mean, you can get, well, not really this year, but normally you can get together with your mates and your family yeah. and whatever, and have a nice time. And, yeah. Uh, so Hopefully I suppose I am. Yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't say I was festive, but when it comes around, I do yeah. enjoy it. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, but in terms of new stuff, yeah, yeah. Sort of, yeah. Um, we've got a lot. We we last year we went up to Scotland, like in the summer when all the uh, rules got relaxed. We yeah. uh, booked a, a cottage in the middle of nowhere in in Scotland, like literally just sheep. That was it. There was no people <laughs> anywhere near us. Yeah. And we booked this tiny little cottage uh, for like a week up in Scotland. And we drove up there with loads of gear, um, rent musical gear. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was just looking at it. I was, I was, <laughs> 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 so, right, so you drove up to Scotland with loads and loads and loads of gear. What happened? Um, we got absolutely balls all done. <laughs> yeah, we we rented a load of equipment. That's better. Um, and we drove up to Scotland and we did. Um, we just sat there for a week. We were doing like 13, 14 hour days of just like waking up at nine in the morning and just throwing ourselves in the deep end. There was no distractions, mm. no nothing. And we came out and with like seven brand new tunes. Oh, really? Um, and then since then, again, we've just been back in our own studio. Yeah. And we've just been writing and recording loads more. So we're actually sat right now. I've just finished lyrics for two tunes today, actually. Oh, nice. We're sat on about 15 new tunes. Oh. Um, Exciting. So we are, uh, at the minute, just trying to figure out um a, a release schedule for some stuff um yeah. i don't know when yet unfortunately yeah there's a lot of work um, that sort of goes into it isn't it like deciding when and everything and before it's actually yeah. ready as well yeah so we're just chatting to a few distributors and stuff at the minute um trying to figure out what to put out and when to put it out and uh yeah just try and give you some new give everyone some new stuff to to have a listen to really because it's we've had it for a while now and it's it's almost infuriating not to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. No, it's exciting to be fair. There's a lot of people and they come on, they're sort of like, oh, yeah, I've got a few bits in the pipeline, but really not. So it's cool that you got like 15 songs waiting and that we can, people can expect something new as well. So that's cool. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I'm not sure if it'll be a single, an EP. I'm not yeah, sure yeah, yet. Yeah. But um, early days, like. there's plenty of stuff. There, there should be plenty of releases this year as long as everything goes to plan. Nice, nice. Obviously, it's, it's difficult as well sometimes to try and meet and get things done, obviously, with all the restrictions and stuff. But yeah. hopefully, hopefully, you can get it get it done this year when things are relaxed a bit. Um, yeah, I'm hoping it should be by yeah. March. We'll have at least the first thing out. So, nice. fingers crossed. That's no, not too far away, though. Um, so, yeah, so obviously, you touch on the topic of like, the, the circumstances at the minute can't can't go to gigs and you can't play them at the minute uh so we should reminisce so what would you say your your top three gigs you've done it doesn't have to be in particular order if it's difficult to say but like just some that sort of stick with your gigs that you really enjoy playing 
Yeah, um, one that I, I come back to all the time um, when I've had a few people ask this when I've yeah, I can done like <laughs> questions on um, Instagram and stuff just for like everyone that's interested. Yeah. Um, we did Academy 3 in Manchester at the end of last year, like November, end of November last year. No, the year before. I keep forgetting we're in 2021. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> um, and then that was one of my favourite gigs. Um, it was, I don't know, it was, it was one of them. It was the crowd were absolutely electric, um, just singing to all the songs, absolutely bouncing around. Mm. Um, I got to stage dive and crowd surf. And, <laughs> um, and yeah, we just came off stage being like, wow, that was the, the best like yeah. sort of my Manchester show we've done I yeah. mean all of them have been great like I've, but that one just it just had a, a special little feeling for it I yeah. don't know what it was it was just that extra just jumped up that extra step I think from for everything nice um, other ones that we've done I think um, when we did Edgeley Park was awesome obviously yeah. Yeah, that was a great gig. Um, and oh Jesus, uh, the sun was shining in Adley Park as well. It was like heat of summer. Everyone was everyone's in good spirits. Yeah, the only probably the only day that it was that <laughs> sunny. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Um, I, I can't not put in uh, one of the European dates we did when it with Inhaler at the start. Yeah, Inhaler. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, carry on. Um, I think probably the best show was probably that the last night in Hamburg um, was awesome. Again, just like obviously we'd never played in Germany or mm -hmm. Hamburg or anywhere that we played, um, and just the, again the reaction from the crowd, like just having a good time, and then like sort of after at the merch stand, there was loads of people just buying merch coming up to us saying, "Oh my yeah. god, that was awesome! That was awesome!" I'm like. This is mental. I'm in Hamburg. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. So that's got to be up there. And I think possibly we did a gig with Two Door Cinema Club in Cardiff, Motorpoint Arena. And that yeah. was next level. That was yeah. so cool. Nice. Quite a big venue that as well. So that's cool. Yeah, it was. That was, yeah. It was mad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just going to mention sort of um, you've landed like support roles with some like big names and like great bands as well so what is it like to sort of tour with sort of people like that and have that experience sort of give us like an insight what's it like is it do you enjoy it really good man yeah i mean like two door cinema club was like the maddest one i think um yeah. i know george like growing up that was like his favorite band and he's like he's been to see him like eight times oh right uh, and like growing up, that was the band that you just constantly listened to and constantly listened to. And I remember getting that email through and funnily enough, me and George sat having a pint in the pub. And I went, <laughs> I went, George, he went, what? I went, we've got two door cinema support. And he was going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're absolutely lovely lads. Like really, really nice guys. Um, dead accommodating. Um, and yeah, just, and I think just seeing their stage show as well was awesome. Like they're so tight and so good. Uh, they sound huge live. Like it was just nice to be 
to be like on the road with do you know what I mean that that sort of caliber of a band it was cool yeah no, that's that's cool well congrats on like getting them roles and stuff man. it's really good um so now oh, we're going to talk hypothetically for a second um okay. you've been asked and you've got the chance to create your own lineup sort of any any venue you want and um mm-hmm. so for fuzzy Sun, obviously one slot um but which artist would you would you have playing alongside you so like three or four and like where would you have it can they be dead or do they have to be yeah, yeah. we'll say they can be dead just for fun well, hope not dead on stage. <laughs> no, not just their corpse. That would be a bit weird. <laughs> that's that that's what I want for me. If if I ever die, I want them to put my corpse on strings and just dance me along the stage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're anyway. fans just watching your rotting corpse dance me strung along the stage. Yeah, I'll be full of formaldehyde or something. I'll look fresh. <laughs> oh, you look fresh. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That makes They'll it normal. Do me up. Yeah, that They'll makes do it normal. They'll do me up before I go home. <laughs> um, how many bands can I pick? What, are we talking like a three-band lineup? Um, Yeah, if you want. If you've got a couple more that you want to slot in, you can. It can be bands, artists, whatever you think, alive and dead. I'd I'd love I'd love to support Cage Elephant again. That's that's a band that I've just always been like. There yeah. we go. I've got it. It goes. It'll just be three bands like a normal gig. Mm-hmm. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Cage Elephant, us. Oh, I'll we'll go be, first on. You'll go first on, yeah. Yeah. You can um, take the headline spot from Red Hot Chili Peppers now. <laughs> no, my, I might get up and do scar tissue with them, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. If if uh, Anthony Kiedis will let me, and what what venue? No, I don't I don't really like like huge venues a lot mm. of the time. Um, Brixton at Brixton Academy, I think that'd be. Imagine the the atmosphere to see yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers at Brixton, Brixton Academy. Academy. Like 5, <laughs> that venue, absolutely mental. That would be cool. Maybe maybe one there. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, them, them two both are still alive. Yeah, yeah, true. You, did, you didn't actually pick any dead people then, so there'd be no corpses. No, no. just mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be your dying wishes. <laughs> They're the ones yeah. that's in the strings, yeah. Yeah, so if it does happen and I'm dead, then they, they better respect my wishes and do that. Nice, nice. Well, um, <laughs> on that note, that is actually all we've got time for today. Um, so big thanks to, to Carl from Fuzzy Sun for coming on. Um, is there any sort of final message you'd like to leave our listeners with? Um, I don't know. Uh, I just want to say cheers for, for having us on as well. Yeah, no, um, I appreciate it. And um, yeah, I don't know if you've not heard us before. Yeah, go and check some stuff out. We've got, we will have new stuff coming in in the new year. So just keep your eyes peeled and yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends, tell your mum, tell your grand, tell everyone. My, my mum loves it, so. There you go. Mum's <laughs> Get it on, have a <laughs> listen. <laughs> That's our tagline. Oh, do you want to hear my tagline? I sign off every podcast with it. Go on then. It's really good. All right. <clears throat> and remember, if you can't rock, just keep on rolling. It's good. That, oh, it? you like that, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that. <laughs> good, isn't it? Yeah, that might... <laughs> Might make it into a song, that. Oh, if it does, write in credits, please. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out. We'll figure out some percentages. <laughs> I mean, I'd love that. I've been from barking at everyone, and it's getting on everyone's nerves now. But you liked it, so that's a win for me. <laughs> that's made my day. All right. Um, so thanks everyone for listening. Cheers for coming on, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>